<laughs> so for past six months, when he wants sex, he thinks he can just stick his penis in without any kind of foreplay at all. No kissing, no touching, nothing. He just pumps away for two minutes until he comes and rolls over and falls asleep, leaving me lying there like a used flashlight. Has anyone else experienced this? What should I do? Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. Hello, Mike. Hi, Keith. Um, we would appreciate it if you would rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. And for those of you who are new to the show, we pay $15 for any and all feedback received at ymmvpod at gmail.com. Okay, let's get started. We begin most shows with a viewing and analysis of a porn video. What do you have for us today, Mike? I've got a couple today and unlike previous weeks when they've been sort of, they were sort of kind of unusual or testing the limits. These are just sort of ones to kind of talk about what, uh, what people might like kind of more, uh, compelling stuff, potentially, maybe not. I'd be curious to see if you find these compelling. Okay. Um, I have not looked yeah. at either of these yet. Do I need do do I need to get to a timestamp or anything? You don't. They're both gifts, and and by the way, they'll they'll both of these links are going to be in the show notes, so people can follow along. And I encourage you to pause the audio and pull up the video, and then we will commentate it as it goes along, and so people can uh, enjoy it alongside us. Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, starting. All right, so it's a woman. You see just her butt and a guy's gigantic schlong kind of penetrating up and into it, and he's wearing pants, and the pants are set up so that the schlong is just sort of coming out the fly, and you can't mm -hmm. see his balls or anything. And also, oddly, it seems like it gets thicker toward the head, which is unusual. <laughs> it is. That's pretty much it. Strange, it was very yeah. short. So, Keith, what do you think about this one? Uh, th this style is often called lips that grip, right? I don't know. I guess probably that's that may be where I found it is that subreddit. Uh, I don't remember. It is right. This man's penis has a reverse taper. Yes. May, I mean, could it just be the angle here? I'm looking carefully. It, so. it loops every six seconds or whatever. The only thing, I mean, it's possible given the fact that like you, you, you genuinely just see the shaft and like his pants mm -hmm. are sort of wrapped around it. So mm -hmm. it could not be a real penis. It could be like some sort of a device made to look like a penis. Although it really it looks, looks real. awfully. Yeah. I'm the curious. Whole, that, the whole setup yeah. here is weird. Like it's black and white. The, the lighting is sort of artistically set up. She's, she's on a windowsill maybe. Yeah. Some kind of ledge. That's right. Mm -hmm. And he's wearing what looks like kind of a suit with like a cummerbund. Maybe they just went to the prom. I think <laughs> we're a wedding. a wedding. They seem a little older. Yeah. How? Hmm. Yeah, this is mildly compelling. This is not long enough. Like, if I were looking around for something to jerk off to, this is this video does not have enough. It's too one note, I guess. Well, it's only like twenty seconds or fifteen seconds long. But the thing that I find compelling about it is, like, something about the way the angle is set up is very like, um. Like there's, it's, it's like no nonsense in a certain way where like really he's, yeah, I mean, he's really giving her the business <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I find it extremely compelling. I don't, yeah, I agree that it's yeah. too short and like, it would be, it would be hard. Like if, if you had a longer and of course it would get boring. Like even if you had this repeated, like this, this position for a long time, it wouldn't, you probably would start getting tired of it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, yeah. this is sort of hot, right? Like she is dressed up in such a way. Like they were, they were clearly at a party or a wedding or, or some high class event. Um, That's what you focus a, on is the clothing. No, but I like that. This feels like it was some sort of like high class thing. And now he's just sort of using her. Yeah. To me, like the, the, the clothing is completely irrelevant. And the thing I like is just that like they've so, so perfectly or very well captured him just demolishing her that I like that. There's no like. There's no like, <laughs> there's no like body contact of any kind. Like it's the clothes, I guess, in some ways this, yes, makes it less intimate. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I guess, I guess I like that. She is getting, she is getting pounded here. Like she, she yeah, she's, she needs to brace herself. Uh, right. Okay. What do you All think right, about his, uh, his, what do you think about his size? 
Well, I mean, we can't like see the base of his penis and we can't right. see the end of his penis. Uh, and you're seeing a good like six inches there when it's fully. Yeah. Withdrawn. I There's mean, a couple know, inches based on, each on side. the information we have, how long do you think this man's penis is? Eight or nine. Big. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, I find that pretty compelling. Like I like the, yeah, I just, I like that. Okay. All right. I'm closing this okay. one. So we'll go to the second one here. The second one here. Now in my notes, what I put in the notes here was like, <laughs> so this is this one. Yeah. I took notes. Well, I wanted to know what, 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 this, what we should talk, what you, you should be thinking about as you watch it. Uh-huh. This one has a series of it's sort of a <laughs> montage. It's only 30 seconds long, but it kind of flips from thing to thing. I'll try to keep up with it with the narration, but it's, uh, it's, the question really is like, what part is the most compelling, right? What way okay. is there any part of this that you find particularly compelling? And so why don't you count it down? Okay, I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, starting. Okay, it's a man, a woman in front of a computer. Now she's naked from the waist down, touching herself. She's now undressing. It's a montage. It's switching scenes. She's now giving the guy a blow. It's from the man's perspective back to the man's perspective again. Now he's between her legs and she's on a desk and he's sort of standing next to the desk giving it to her. Now she's turned around kind of doggy style against the desk. And now she's on top of him and he's in a chair uh, back to on the desk, but she's lying down and he's again giving it to her. And finally he switches to a scene where she's blowing him and he nuts on her breasts. Huh? That was a lot of content. That was like a, um, it was, was like a Rorschach test uh, porn. There wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's, this clip is 33 seconds long. I think there's at least 12 different scenes. Uh, right. All right. So this is, this is some sort of office romance setup. And is, is there any scene there that stands out to you as more compelling as than the, most... any of the others? If you want, I can say which one I find the most compelling. Well, helpful. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looping through here for the second time. Yeah. The doggy style one's pretty good. The one where she's laying on the desk and he's standing. I guess it's, it's, that's like a modified missionary. Okay. Yeah, I think the I think the penetrative sex <laughs> scenes, clips, uh, micro clips are are the most interesting to me. Yeah, to me, definitely the most compelling is around thirteen or fourteen seconds where she's seated on the desk and it's a very like venereal scene. Okay. <laughs> Where like yeah. she's seated and he's between her legs. That I find very compelling. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, the yeah, this is a generally compelling clip. But again, this isn't something that I could jerk off to. It's too quick. Like the last <laughs> one quick. was the last one was. I don't know, too much of the same. This is not enough of anything. Sure. Like but I, if there was anything, if there was any part here that you could have more of, let's say a five yeah. minute or three minute, that five minutes is ridiculous, two minutes long of the same thing. You're saying yeah. the doggy would be the more, see the problem I have with the doggy part is it's like, it's just her butt. Like you don't actually see anything. No, it's I, very like, like, I, I think I agree with you. I, look, I have, I have not seen this as many times as you as, as I, as I see it now <laughs> for the fourth time. Uh, yeah. This, this scene where she's like sitting on the desk and she's holding her cell phone. And so we get we get two angles here. We get one where yeah. it's a, a third photographer. Uh, she's sitting on the desk. He's he's fucking her. And then we get the the iPhone clip. Which of those two angles do you prefer? You prefer the one where you can see more, or I prefer? The yeah, one. I mean, look to me. This is, you prefer the other one? No, I prefer the one where I can see more. The the zoomed in yeah. iPhone clip is not is less compelling. Right to me, like this is. Like that immediately stands out to me and it makes me think of this thing that you, this trope that you read a lot, which is basically women are sort of curious as to why during sex, the man wants to look at the actual point of junction between their bodies. And for whatever reason, I think that men find that very compelling. Yeah, I think that's right. Whereas women are sort of like, why would I want to see that? Or maybe it's too hard. It's too complex for them to see anyway. But I, I think it's more, why would I want to see that? And I know that from sort of more female oriented porn, they're not going to just show like the, you know, the screws screwing into the nut or whatever. That's mm-hmm. not as interesting, but to a man, that's like extremely compelling content. Yeah. I mean, I like a little bit of both, you know, so I can create uh, a tapestry in my mind of, of, of what's going on exactly. But yeah, some, some ultra zoomed in and then some with a little bit more of a wider field of view. Uh, with the tapestry though, what are you looking for? The female's attractiveness level? No, I mean, I want, I like having multiple camera angles of the same thing 
so that I can, so my imagination can sort of, I guess my imagination has to do less in that circumstance. Got it. But it doesn't, but, but it's, you're not importantly that you would prefer to see like the woman's face more. That doesn't matter. You want some of that, but like, that's not, I do want some face. I don't like, there's a really common thing or thing that's becoming more and more common, which is faceless porn. And I don't, right. I don't love that. Okay. Uh, the sig- the suggested. All right. I think we're done here. But do you do you have ad block on, or can you see the suggested content below? Oh, let me look. Uh, let's hope I can see it. No, I have ad block on. So I okay, can switch so it off. Is I have there something one, two, great in there? Three, four. Well, I have twelve panes of things that they're trying to get you to click through. So the first one is <laughs> doctors worldwide shocked. This tiny, and then there's a picture of two penises. One looks like a micro penis, and one is like a fully erect guy. The next one is. Uh, the best site for sex in San Francisco, and there's a picture of like a beautiful redhead. Craigslist for sex exchange. tonight in San Francisco. No, it is not. Boy, they must be struggling during the uh, the pandemic. Uh, here's another one. My my husband doesn't fuck me anymore. Just yeah, clickbait on porn sites is so reliably lame. Um, okay, all right, we're done with the porn. I wanted to talk about. Uh, Semen thickness. Uh, I started mm. thinking about this a little Ooh. bit more than I had been in the past when we watched that video a few episodes ago of the guy nutting underwater, like he was having sex in like maybe a hot tub, or no, they were in like a tidal pool or something. Maybe they were in a hot. Yeah, tub. you really, you really found that interesting. Yeah, I maybe I it's because of your uh, scuba diving experience. Like it really spoke to you. Yeah, I've heard about people having sex scuba diving, but I've never seen it. Just seems like it would be difficult to do, uh, but anyway. I've so I've been paying wait, attention. Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, hang on. Let's mm-hmm. not listen. Leave, leave that topic for a second because there <laughs> okay. is a point of curiosity I have. Like, so when you're scuba diving, you go down to a uh, hundred meters. Is that normal? I have no idea. No, 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 no. no the, is that too the far? deepest uh, that uh, the normal recreational diver is supposed to go, I think, is sixty feet, and then you can get advanced certification, okay. which lets you go to one hundred twenty feet. Okay, so 20 100, meters, 100, meters, 100 meters, you would be dead. Uh, good to know. Uh, not exactly, but yeah, go ahead. You, you can't You'd be, be on there the, for On the way to death. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say you were at like kind of a reasonable depth. Like what do you, do you think it would work? Oh. Uh, it's like astronaut yes. sex, right? I mean, you think it would work. Yeah, I do. Because your body is having to inflate your penis against the pressure of the water, <laughs> the right? The pressure of the water. Yeah, that's true. I mean, getting erections in water is sort of... No, I mean, I have it the surface for sure. Like if you're at a beach or something. And there's... I mean, do you notice shrinkage when you're down that deep? Is there any... The, I mean, I, I don't really know what it's like. I assume there's a lot of pressure generally on your body, but it seems like yeah, that's a softer area. Yeah, you don't really area. feel the pressure in the, in the moment. Like it doesn't feel okay. materially more. I've never had, I don't think I've ever had a full-blown erection while I'm, it's like, you know, it would be at like asking a marathoner, you know, well, what is it like having an erection when you're on mile 14? And they would reasonably say it's never happened. And I, and well, I think but, it's sort of the okay, same. Okay, I understand that. But they, but they say that like when, when something's underwater that distance, it gets compressed a lot. And so I was imagining would like, I, semen, I understand the question. No, I'm curious. Like would be like a stone as it came out. It would just be <laughs> a little diamond. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Probably not, but it would probably yeah, be I like, I guess the volume so. would look lower. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. have to think about the physics here, but I think everything is like, if you took a bottle of Coke underwater with you, the volume doesn't change. It's just the, I mean, no, I that know can't air, be right. If you took a can of Coke, it would crush. There's a, there's a depth where the can of Coke would crush, right? Yeah. But, okay, so it, or whatever. I don't know how much we want to get into this, but all right. So every atmosphere of pressure is 33 feet. So it, at 20 meters, you're, you're at three ATM of pressure. You have the, the, the pressure of the atmosphere and then two ATM of water pressure. Is the Coke can going to be? No. It would need more than that. Okay. Although, you know, when you go up in the mountains, like bottles and stuff will kind of, when you come back down, like a plastic bottle will sort of get crushed. Will crunch, so yeah, for sure, some, for sure. Yeah. 
And, and okay, if anyway, you, if you have like a bag of potato chips that's inflated when you go when you go to higher elevation. But okay, anyway, all right. right. So listen, I want to talk. The reason why I brought up that video was yeah, the density of the semen and it was sort of curious to me. And so I've been noticing in cum shots lately the the viscosity. So not not viscosity. The the opacity of semen varies widely. Like sometimes it's basically milky. And sometimes it's much more watery. And I'm not sure if that correlates to semen volume. Uh, and I'm guessing that correlates to uh, thickness or viscosity. Why is there such range there? Like, what's going on? I don't know. Hydration status? Who knows? It could be like whether your body, whether how excited you are and whether your body sort of knows that it's trying to impregnate someone or not. And then See, it always like, seems to me like more comes more. out. Yeah, well, more, I mean, like... I think this is a general male experience that like, uh, let's see, if you're doing something with a woman where you're fooling your body into thinking that it's impregnating her, like, I mean, obviously if you're actually doing PIV sex, you won't see the semen directly. But like, if you do something like, let's say you pull out, I, in my experience, you produce like, I don't know, double the amount, something like that. Like the quantity just, yeah, goes way up. We have talked about this before. I just, I haven't noticed that it may be true i just haven't noticed really I don't know how i don't know how to yeah you've expressed incredulity at this before like i don't it must be the case but this is because you only ever nut in vaginas yeah i strongly prefer that yes oh yeah, yeah maybe that's right so i have a much smaller sample of like partnered sex nuts to examine that's sort of surprising so like you you're never in a situation where you are never in a situation where you would maybe be having unprotected sex, but not want to ejaculate in her. That just never happens to you. Uh, it's happened, but, but it's rare. Yeah. It's certainly unusual. Okay. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's messy. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> We've been through this. We don't have to relitigate this. I just, well, wait, wait, okay. what's a, yeah. My general thought here is, I'm yeah, I'm like amazed by how much difference there is in volume, viscosity, thickness, uh, see-throughness, uh, yeah, opacity. I guess it's it, it it seems to me like it should be pretty consistent amongst men and orgasms, but I think there's like massive variance. Is there massive well, variance there, in like the impregnability of a, of a cum shot? Like are some probably. cum shots, do they have like twice as much sperm in it? That I don't, I mean, no idea. Probably, probably there's a big difference and probably the quantity matters to some extent. Yeah. Do you think a I mean, trained your ur- urologist, changes. do you think a trained ur- urologist, like let's say they could have you jerk off into a cup. Do you think a trained urologist could look at it and immediately make a reasonable statement about your ability to like about the quality of your sperm? Can you tell from visual no inspection? Idea. No idea. <laughs> I mean, I know I the only thing I know about that is that like they Yeah, well, I mean, this I think everybody knows this that if they want to figure out like actually what's going on, they have to have somebody like put it under a microscope and count the sperm cells they see or something. I think that's like the standard thing they do. Is they like oh, actually I take us I figured they no. had some sort of reagent and they could I don't that's think so. Amazing. I think they actually make us, like, they take a, yeah. counting. That's incredible. Yeah, per like millimeter squared or whatever. I, I yeah, you put it between a you know, uh, what do they call it? Like a plate and you, mm-hmm. um, you count them. But yeah, I mean, I was going to say that like your saliva varies. Like, I mean, I definitely notice like sometimes, sometimes your saliva is like pretty kind of watery and sometimes it's sort of more oily, call it. Like sometimes yeah. you can sort of blow a bubble with your saliva and sometimes you can't. And that's, I don't exactly know what accounts for that, but I assume I, to me it seems point. similar. You yeah. never, you never like smoke weed or do edibles, right? Um, no. I do occasionally, and it really dries out your, your right. sal- sal- I mean, I salivatory glands. Yeah, I have it's done a, it. It gives you red eyes. It's a strange eyes feeling. And, yeah. But yeah, you're yeah, right. There is annoying. huge variance in saliva consistency. So I right. guess it would make sense. But like, I don't think blood is like that. I think blood is sort of... Maybe it is, though. I don't know. Maybe like when you're really well hydrated, your blood is materially less thick. I'm not sure. I think that's right. I think that I think that is right. I, I feel like there's some sort of medical thing there I've read before. Urine obviously has is much more clear versus what could be yellow. You know, a lot of, it could be, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Why, why um, do you, why, why does this, you, you've just been like when watching porn, you've been like focused in on know. the quality of the semen. I, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't like this thing that's occurring, but yeah, like I, yeah, I've been sort of obsessed with it for the last month or so. And do you I've notice this in your own production? I feel like, like your own semen? when I masturbate, it's normally about the same. I don't yeah, have the variance think, that I'm the variance with myself is much less than the variance I'm observing uh, between people. I would say the thing I've noticed is that when there's more quantity, it tends to be waterier. Yeah, of course. I mean, that makes sense, but is yeah, it, it just diluted or is it, or is it my the same number is, of it's diluted parts per million. You know what? I could actually, this is, I don't know if I'm going to actually do this. I don't even like thinking about this, but I watch enough highly produced porn where it's like the same, you know, five male porn stars. I could start paying attention to see if certain porn stars have very different uh, nuts or if they're all pretty similar. Like, I mean, like I could like just like pick one guy and try to watch. I'm not going to do this, but would you, I mean, you could throw some hentai in there too, right? No, that. It's not <laughs> scientific. I was, yeah, I have to say that like this is a thing that I can't relate to at all. Like I have no idea what men are in any of the porn that I watch. Have you seen any have you seen enough hentai to know that like sometimes the cum shot in hentai is like it's like a comical amount of sperm? Like it's yeah, just sure. I, I know that. I, I've seen one where it was like the the male character was some sort of alien that had like an octopus penis. So lots of different penises and they yeah, like tentacle it. porn is a well-known trope in the hentai. Yeah. And then like they also, the other thing I remember seeing is that they have a penis that goes in the vagina and then it goes in the uterus. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, show, like go, it's like, come on, man. They show like a zoomed in almost like anatomically correct uh exaggeration it's like a caricature of an anatomically correct drawing of the yeah. semen entering the uterus it's oh no yeah. no i'm talking about the penis entering the uterus oh it'll like go it goes I, in the vagina yeah, and then I, it's okay like, yeah 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 i've seen that too yes which is, right which is pretty unappealing um, yeah okay let's move on to our first reddit yeah. topic uh this person writes in i feel like my boyfriend uses me as a flashlight uh, hi, yes. so me and my boyfriend have been together for about two and a half years. When we first started having sex, it was great. Lots of foreplay and stuff. So I was very happy. About 12 months into our relationship, I would wake up and catch him watching porn beside me where he'd ask me to go downstairs to get something for him and then he would masturbate to porn. This really upset me. I confronted him about it and he said that my vagina had become too loose and wet and no longer felt any pleasure from PIV sex. Understandably, I was hurt and upset and he started and started to do kegels to tighten things up down there, and he promised he would quit the porn. <laughs> so for past six months, when he wants sex, he thinks he can just stick his penis in without any kind of foreplay at all. No kissing, no touching, nothing. He just pumps away for two minutes until he comes and rolls over and falls asleep, leaving me lying there like a used flashlight. Has anyone else experienced this? What should I do? I've tried to talk to him hundreds of times, but he just gets defensive. Please help. What defense would he offer to this accusation. Well, I mean, defensive isn't necessarily a defense, right? He's just like, he doesn't want to talk about it. He's like, uh, he brings up some other topic or he like starts coming up with things that she does wrong too. Right? Sure. It's not productive conversation. By the way, we're, are we not today? We're going to discuss the, the other topic about the free use person. No, we'll get there. I think maybe next. I think it. I think okay, the, good. So it's related. It's related. Combined right. with this is, is interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, look, like, I think like there, there are two sides to this, right? I mean, first of all, I think there's a lot of women that like this, right? That like, basically, I don't think it's uncommon for somebody to actually like being, feeling like they're being used as a fleshlight, I guess that's, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's like, I think that if the guy, for the guy in this situation, like if he's being honest and it'd be very hard for a guy to be honest because like, obviously she's mad at him. But if you being, being honest, I think if, if I had a woman say this to me, I would be kind of actually kind of surprised. I'd be like, well, like, yeah, I thought you liked that. I wouldn't want to say that because, I mean, obviously she doesn't like it because she's saying this. But like mm -hmm. my first pass thought would be like, yeah, I, I, I think that in a lot of cases or in some cases, women enjoy that because it's like they're 
giving me pleasure, right? That's not a bad thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, maybe it would actually be instructive. So if I, there's this free use one, and then there's this person asking, how do I tell my new guy that I want more aggressive sex? And I, they're both kind of short. So yeah, I'm going to read just both okay. of them now so that we can have like the sure. conversation about all three at the same time. All right. So this person says, does free use mean they don't have to stop when I ask them to? Please don't judge me for this. I lost a bet with my boyfriend and agreed to a quote free use night with my boyfriend and his friend, which I thought, which I thought just meant they can initiate sex that night whenever they wanted. Well, who Instead, bets were, about that? Like what the she fuck is up with her these age. people? She didn't put her age, unfortunately. I lost a bet. It was it didn't get insane until when, and I actually didn't read it carefully enough before to see this. It didn't get insane until the end. His friend, right? It's like who would bet that? I'll be like, hey, honey, uh, I um, if you yeah. lose this bet, free use for me and my friend. It's like what? right. Okay, go on. Yeah. Sorry. Instead, they were very rough and mean. I got slapped around, choked, etc. They even did things I had specifically said no to. And in parentheses, she says anal. When I'd asked them to stop, they kept going saying I agreed to it. Now I know they were a little high and drunk, but this is not what I wanted. I feel like I was abused. Is this really what free use is? And then the comments here are predictable. Um, they all tell her she was raped. Um, and then uh, here's here's the last one. How do I tell my new guy that I want more aggressive sex? I'm not sure how to tell my new guy that I want him to fuck the crap out of me when we're fucking. Like I want him to spit in my mouth and slap me around and tell me how much of a whore I am. I just got out of a three-year relationship and our sex was amazing. He understood exactly what I wanted in bed and he gave me that and more, but the relationship was toxic as fuck and I'm not going to go back into that. But I'm not fulfilled in bed with this new guy. I mean, the sex is good. He touches my body and fucks me slow and deep, so it feels good. But sometimes I just want him to bend me over the counter, lift my dress up, and go to fucking town on my pussy. I just don't want to scare him away. I don't want him to think, oh, this girl has issues because, let's be honest, I'm into some things that others may find taboo. Anyway, I'm just annoyed. Starting over sucks. I just want to be fucked the way I want to be fucked. Ugh. Okay, so I wanted to read all three of these because, yeah, you could see some inconsistencies here and how a man could be confused. And I, and I guess the answer, the correct answer here to all this is going to be, well, you should have like open conversations and guardrails put up to make sure that everyone is, is on board. But most people don't enter, especially early sexual encounters with each other this way. Well, also there's like, there's this fundamental issue of like, um, the, like the, the, the thing that, well, these are all three different situations, but the third one, the thing that she wants in some ways is the opposite of having an open conversation about it. Right. I mean, I guess you could have, you could do like consensual non-consent or whatever. You can have various things you do, but it's like, she actually, I, I, I would suspect that it's kind of a buzzkill for her in that third case to have like the guy be like, well, is this okay? Is this okay? What can we do here? Because that's like kind of the opposite of what she wants. Right. And it, yeah. it relates to the second one. Also the, for use one, because it's like, look, I mean, first of all, I don't know who in their right mind, I don't understand being a man, maybe the notion, like why anyone would sign up for free use. I've seen free use porn and it's, it's always staged. It's fake, but it's like, this seems like an obviously bad idea because like free use is always going to result in a situation that feels a lot like rape. I think like, it's like, look, you're being made to do something, but yeah, there's like this fundamental disconnect between like oh, I want to be, I want to have a conversation and decide what happens. But at the same time, I have this deep desire to like actually have something non-consensual happen. And like, it's a very difficult line to walk. Yeah, it's tricky because <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, person one is saying I want him, or I don't remember who's which here, but I want him to spit in my mouth and slap me around and tell me how much of a whore I am. I want him to bend me over the counter, lift my dress up and go to fucking town on my pussy. So this sort of thing is not an unusual thing to want. A lot of women like being dominated. Um, sure. And, you know, so this this person in the middle who, you know, uh, her experience was that of being raped. Um, uh, but yeah, but yeah, importantly, she, it was after she'd set up a or she'd agreed to a situation where that sort of was the idea. Like, I'm not right. I'm not sure how to say it. It's like I don't. I don't really. I guess I don't really support the idea of free use. Like, I I, I would rather. I don't know. I'd rather people consent to things. Right. Um, so that's where I fall on that. Like, I don't. The whole situation is a little hard to understand. But like, yeah, I mean, she 
I, I'm not sure how you avoid that. I guess with a safe word or something. Like you, it's like look, like you have. Yeah, that's probably right with a safe word, right? And so maybe they didn't establish one, and so then like yeah. this thing. A happens number of comments doesn't... insist that um, this person didn't respond to any of the comments, and, and yeah, so it's sort of unclear, um, right? And then, yeah, you have this person who says, you know, her boyfriend uses her as a flashlight. Now, so so this is like, he's being a little bit lazy. Like he, uh, yeah, he he no longer cares at all about her sexual satisfaction. And so he <laughs> is just, yeah, every so often he, yeah. Like well, maybe, big, that's, maybe that's his perception of how their relationship works. Maybe he's like, look, she doesn't care. She doesn't seem to derive much satisfaction from this. And so, but she's willing to indulge mine. And so he yeah. might just have a I mean, there's some that mitigating factors here. There's some mitigating factors here. Like it says at the beginning, there was lots of foreplay. Um, and then it's at some point he told her she had become too loose and too wet. This is again, right. that, that, that thing where I forgot about that. Yeah. Wetness can be considered bad in certain circumstances. Cause it, lowers friction uh yeah i mean i think that like that like i honestly think that an underlying cause the unpopular opinion i'll say i think that an underlying cause of of changes like that unfortunately is something changing in terms of like one partner or the other's attractiveness physical so like i think well, that what can happen is like you're a guy's dating somebody you're married or whatever and the woman gains a bunch of weight or something. And he starts treating her very differently because he's like, look, yeah, I mean, I can sort of understand that. It's like, I, this has shifted from you're somebody that I want to have sex with seduce over into like, yeah, you're the, you're the person that I am allowed to have sex with, which is yeah. very different, right? Yeah. Well, and whether it's objective or subjective, like whether it's somebody putting on weight or whether you're just tired of them. It's, yeah. It's sort of unimportant, right? Like the, the well, no, in experiences. Go ahead. In this case, I think it is important because because I think that it's like there. It's important because it is an objective thing. So a lot of the time, I think, and so it's like you know, if you go, if you, I don't know about this one in particular, but if you go down through the comments thread, a lot of times, somewhere down there, the original poster will finally, at long last, admit that like, yeah, they let themselves go or something. And so you're like, oh, well, okay. Not that that makes not that that's great, but, um, but I mean. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's like, what what do you want the guy to do if he's no longer yeah, attractive? There's, yeah, you're saying in that circumstance, there's like a root cause. It's not just- Yeah, and, the, I, and it, by the way, it happens the other direction all the time, maybe more. Like, I actually think it might happen more the other direction where a woman, yeah, like men who get a pot belly or whatever, like, I, I'm always surprised actually that like, there's a lot of porn with guys with pot bellies. And I think to myself, like, who, like, who wants to have sex with him? Like, that's, yeah, that's gross. Have you heard, have you heard the expression dad bod? That's yes. I mean, I always interpret that as like, okay, yeah. I always interpret dad bod as like, say, twenty two percent body fat. Am I wrong yeah, about that? I don't know, but this notion of there's yeah, there's some sort of safety. I don't know if it's safety. There's something. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's explicit. Maybe it's expressed not lack of safety. Yeah, I think dad bod implies older man and not chiseled. And beyond that, I'm not sure what. What's the word safety though? You mean like women are attracted to it because it means they won't cheat on them or something? Because they can't. I, well, I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, so my first thought was that, was that like, yeah, there's like, uh, he's he's mature enough to not be a quote unquote fuck boy. Uh, but then I was thinking, yeah, they might also like, yeah, there's something about the older man aspect that they may also like, I don't know. Look, I think it varies, but I, I'm surprised by on dating apps, how often I'll see someone write in their profile, right? Like, you know, you get like three or four sentences in a profile, but they'll say, you know, they'll say they, they like dad bods and I don't know what's going on there generally. You, do you ever get accused of being a fuck boy? Um, I mean, you obviously are. No, <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Well, I have been. Yeah, there was there was somebody who um I really cared for. I, I never met her, but we were we had like a online relationship for months, and she was really cool. Uh, 
and so yeah, she just so it was a, it, wait, wait, wait. So it was a man. <laughs> I have no idea. Like I never video chatted with this Definitely. person. Oh my god, I, you got catfished by a man. I didn't know this. When was this? There's a. This was like late. This is like uh, starting in October of 2020, going until you know it's a man, right? Yeah. The okay. thought has crossed my mind. I it was am not sure. It was a man. I'm not sure. They have you like never a, like video chatted. You never did anything that would have like proven. I mean, it gets worse. Like we were supposed to video chat a couple times, and oh, she geez. bailed he, at the last minute. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you. No wonder you didn't say you were. You were. You were licking your wounds. You've only now. Uh, it's only now come out. I. I mean, I. And you really, really liked cared for him. Them. That. Like, can we just say them? Because we're not sure. I wish that it was. I wish. I, I. What would be cool would it would be if it had been me? What a what app were you on or what was the? I don't want to tell you because I don't want to. No, no. A circumstance where you're going to catfish me going forward. No, no. I don't want to do that. I was curious. Was it? Uh, I'm just purely curious of the category. Was it like a mobile app like Tinder, Bumble? Was we it met, like a, we met on OkCupid. Oh, so okay, something like that. Okay, interesting. Um, met, in but quotes. we we oh yeah. wait, hold on. Here's we talked on the phone several times. And was it? No, was it was a female voice. Of... It was a, no, it was a female oh, okay. voice. Okay, so then I, that, that's enough proof for me. Okay. <laughs> no, you should uh, have said that. Okay, so you talked on the phone, but maybe maybe this person was she. I'll say she. Maybe she was older than she claimed, or something like there was some I don't aspect know. of it. Which was I don't know. I okay. I I uh, don't know. I don't know. I was what, bumped. Uh, what end, I was bumped. What anyway, ended this so relationship? This, this person accused me of being a womanizer. Okay. okay. Which I actually Based sort of, listening I sort of to the reject. podcast or something else. Uh, she had listened to the podcast. Maybe, I don't know. Oh, she no. never told me like what her, what her evidences were, but okay. I mean, it is true that I date a lot of people and it's true that, you know, I have sex with a number of them. That's not, hang on. But I don't think it's That's... true. I don't think it's true that I like lie or deceive or yeah, treat them hang poorly. On, hang on, hang on. That is, and I'm not, I actually believe you there. That's not the definition in my mind of fuck boy. Mm -hmm. It's, or that's not the important constituent. The important constituent, and I want to get this out there. I don't know if I've said this before. I'm sure I have, mm -hmm. is that there is a set of men, uh, our la previous guest, Eric, and I were talking after the show about this. There's a set of men, and I call it 5%, it's probably fewer than 5% of men who are in the upper echelons of attractive, male attractiveness. And the experience of going, say, to a bar or to a mixed situation, that's kind of a singles type situation for these men is very, very different. And if you're probably our listeners are not, our male listeners are not in this top percentage that Keith is proud to be a member of, I'm certainly not. And so their experience, although, well, I, I think I'm all right. Like I'm not, but, but I'm not in that echelon. I'm not bad looking, but you know, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not so, sure I am uh, either, but whatever. That's not important. Go on. I'm sure you are. Uh, so, uh, uh, and ladies, uh, you can find uh, <laughs> Keith on any number of dating apps if, if this make, you find this compelling, of course. But, uh, so when you go, so when Keith, and I've been to a bar with Keith, when Keith goes to a bar, like very quickly, he's also like an outgoing, friendly person, but it's not primarily that it's that women are excited to talk to Keith. Like, oh, Hey, they want to talk to you. And, and I don't know if Keith, you know this, but when like, someone of my attractiveness level or say our previous guest, Eric's attractiveness level goes to a bar, uh, the women are not particularly excited to talk to us. It's fine. And it's very businesslike and they'll, they'll do what they need to do, but it's not all smiles and Hey, how's it going? And like, uh, you know, they want to sure. include you in their circle quickly. Um, sure. and, and, and what's going on there. And this is where the term fuck boy is relevant. What's going on there is that women uh, have a tendency to all congregate around the top n whatever n is percentage attractiveness men, which is why um, there are a lot. There are studies behind this showing that like there's extreme and I mean extreme disparities among men in terms of how many sex partners they've had. Most I think the average is like ten or something or less than ten. But then mm -hmm. there are these guys, many of them who've had hundreds, thousands of sex partners, and it's because there's this because women are sort of tend to be attractive. And let me say one more thing about that. There are women obviously that are at the outer edge of attractiveness like that too, at the top 5%. But the thing is that because women tend to be more attracted, socially speaking, not all women, but men, women tend to be more attracted to monogamy than men. Even those really attractive women will typically, you know, 
date one guy at a time for periods of time. So they won't like their, their, their number is going to stay relatively lower. Oh, that's an interesting. Partners. Okay. So the number whereas of sex the men, partners. Yeah, go ahead. Whereas the men who are at this upper echelon of attractiveness have absolutely no problem just churning through women. They're less as men socially, not all men, but typically are less find monogamy, less compelling. So what you wind up with is naturally, if you just imagine like the way, like just imagine a, a, a computer running a simulation of this, you have these men that are really attractive, but are willing to have sex with lots and lots of women, women that are really attractive, who are going to want to have sex with around the same number of men as the less attractive women. Well, what's going to happen? You're going to have these men who all the women kind of are attracted to, and they're going to be magnets for sex. And you're going to have these other men that don't get sex very much at all. Whereas the women kind of, it'll be spread over kind of equally uh, across the entire population. And that is in fact what we see. Um, so a fuckboy is simply a guy who knows that they can just like go to the bar two days later or get on Tinder or Bumble and like have sex with another woman very quickly. And so then he treats women potentially very differently from a man who's like not actually sure that he can get sex that easily. Yes, End of diatribe. Yeah. I think this notion that, yeah, a guy will say whatever he wants, what, he'll say whatever he has to, to have sex with someone and then move on quickly. Is a key it's not, aspect. Well, I mean, that's the, different. My point is not that, not that, not a behavioral no, it's not. thing. It's I think simply I, that you have the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas like, like someone who looks like me or like our previous guest, Eric, like has some ability. It's not that like it's a disaster. It's just that like not the same, right? Like I can't reliably yeah. have sex with someone new every Saturday. Yeah. Let me clarify. I think the, the standard sort of like accepted definition of a fuckboy is like this person who will like say whatever they, they can, okay. whatever they, whatever they need to say to, to have sex. But you're pointing out like something that might actually be more the reality is that like, yeah, it almost doesn't matter for some people. It doesn't matter what they say. Like, it's just going to be sort of easier for them. I'm definitely blaming the women is what I'm doing. I'm saying that's, that this that's is, right. That this phenomenon <laughs> is the woman's fault because, and look, men do exactly the same thing. Men all like, like I know this uh, when you're early twenties, man, you sort of learn the right thing to do is to hit on the third most or fourth most attractive girl, not the most attractive because all the men hit on her. And so I know that men and women do the same thing. It's mm -hmm. just that it works for the for the attractive man because the man can just take down numbers and be like, yeah, I'll fuck all of you ladies. Just give me time. Mm -hmm. And the woman, the attractive woman won't do that. Right. So she's just rejecting the men all the time. Right. So her experience is totally different. Uh, so right. yes. Uh, the fuck boy is created by women all congregating like moths to a flame around the most attractive guy in the bar. Um, and, you know, laughing at his jokes and offering their vagina to him. Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, what's that like, by the way, Keith, is it great? What, what is, what is that in that sentence? Being that guy where like all these women are just like, Hey, 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 my pussy. Well, available I, mean, at, at 2 I, haven't, I haven't been to a bar for a long time. Uh, right. So, you know, yes. I'll remind the myself hole. soon. Maybe You've forgotten. I have, uh, for the record, been to a bar with Keith, and it looks pretty fun. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. Can we talk about this? Um, I wanted to say one sure. more thing about this aggressive sex thing. Do you think that people? Do you think that men can be coached? Because okay, because I want to get into this coaching thing with our next topic. But okay, All right. can a man materially change his expression of aggressiveness? Like, if you're a woman who so. wants a man yeah. to be aggressive toward you. It could be that the man is like suppressing something because he thinks that the woman wants to be treated with kid gloves, or it could be that he just doesn't really have that in him, which do you think is more likely the case? I think it could be both. I think it'd be both. I think that most men have the ability and sort of somewhat, some, some amount of an interest in being more aggressive because there's just like a, I mean, if you just watch animals or whatever, men have a sort of thing like that. There are definitely some men that are just like trained or naturally so passive that it would be really hard for them. I, I've known men that I assume were like that, that were very, very soft-spoken, very passive, and it'd be hard to imagine that. For, for me personally, like uh, I have a different issue, which is that like I have a, I've had this issue when I talk to people who are like in situations where they're asked to be more dominant is like, it's hard for me to draw the line between dominance and psychop psychopathy, psychopathy. I'm just yeah. not sure where the line is. Like I, I don't have that much of an interest intrinsically in it on some level, but like 
yeah, it's like, well, why don't you do this? And they're like, I'm not crazy. And I'm like, oh, so I didn't know that was crazy. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I know some examples <laughs> of the kinds of things you're talking about here. But yeah, like I think I think this woman would say, this woman that says she wants more aggressive sex, like she wants, she doesn't want to feel, it's complicated. There's some amount of demeaning this, but there's like a line and I'm not sure exactly how to define it, but I feel like I can feel it pretty carefully. And I think you're right. Like I, I used to think you were like simulating not being able to like <laughs> know what's over the line and not, but now I'm like actually genuinely, cause yeah, you come yeah. up with some pretty, uh, I just don't know what's like, I don't, yeah. Like it, it always feels sort of hokey to me that somebody wants aggressiveness, but they don't want like full on, not that I would say, oh, you should beat their ass, but like the things that pop into my head, I think are more. Well, you would imagine from sort of a psycho thriller movie or like a horror movie. It's like, oh, well, they yes. want to actually be afraid. So, okay. So let's set up a situation <laughs> where like, you're not totally sure. It's like, it's like as Andy Kaufman was to comedy. You weren't sure if he was kidding or not. Like I feel that way toward uh, domination. It's like, I let's make it so you're not sure. It's like, is he dominating me or is he a serial killer? Right. <laughs> and that's that psychological fear. I'm like, well, that seems... Like for someone who wants to be submissive, that could be really fun for them. But I think in actual fact, it would just be terrifying. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. It, it's unfortunate because we can't we can't really share some of your. Maybe we should collate the list yeah, and, and figure no, think, out, yeah, figure yeah, out yeah. some of the ones that could be shareable. But yeah, I mean, I've I've, I've seen your your ideas in the past, and they are they are truly abhorrent. It's never actually hurting the person; it's just like a psychological. It's like That's oh, right. you should That's actually right. make them afraid. And it's yeah. like it's like no, no, they just want to be dominated. It's like well, I don't. Yeah, I have difficulty parsing the difference there between. It's like well, yeah, I mean, the ultimate fear they're assuming you're not going to really hurt them, which of course I don't think anyone wants to do is mm-hmm. psychological right so it's like okay well but no apparently they want i'm not sure what they want yeah i genuinely find that confusing like maybe you could shed some light on that like what do they like they don't want to actually be afraid they want what they want something that feels like their dad yelling at them when they were a kid or something I'm like what not do they want sure i mean i mean you know observe that I, I don't even know if grocery stores have this anymore but they used to always have all those gothic romance novels in the checkout aisle and they all have the same trope which is the heroine gets often physically assaulted at the beginning, and then she slowly falls in love with this person. They like, you know, overcome this like initial. Well, what's the what is the danger? Sort of, I've never read one of these books. What mm-hmm. what is the nature of the assault at the beginning? I mean, what sometimes physical, it'll mental, be like, like actual stranger rape. Other times it'll be like uh, maybe a boss or something and he'll take her against her will, but there'll, there'll be something, there'll be something non-consensual. And then as the book goes on, yeah, she almost like sort of tames the person. Um, and so there's yeah, like I this, don't, I don't think that's how people work. Like that's not that I, that's, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like if somebody rapes you, mm-hmm. they're not going to, you're not going to tame them. Like think about it. They, Think about it from their perspective. They just raped someone. Like I know they're, they're, they're going to rape another person. No, I'm not saying this is like a realistic scenario. I'm saying I think okay. it could provide some some evidence toward like yeah, like what the fantasy is going on in the female mind. Like there's okay. Wait, there's, wait. I, I, there, I think I can. I think I can say a sentence that I think reveals what the, I, I think I know okay, the right sentence to say. The fantasy is, I believe, the fantasy is. He wants me so badly that he can't stop himself. Ah. Isn't that the fantasy? Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. So it's so it's so then yes, you could have something non-consensual or like the boss example. It's not it's not that he is raping her. It's that he's doing something inappropriate because he he's can't so stop overcome with doing. lust for her. Or, yeah, he's so attracted to her. And um I just don't think I ever feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> like to me that's i always transmute that in my mind into like some sort of weird animal cruelty thing or something it's like well you know, like if you want to run the stanford prison experiment here let's do it let's get let me get the electric shock cables out and, <laughs> right right but i never like yeah I'm, i always I, i'm enough in control but yeah when i'm out of control it's not that way it's something different like i don't have issues with controlling my impulses i have other you know everybody has things they're not good at but that one i'm not i don't have problems with so anyway yeah. I mean, there's definitely some sort of, 
I mean, and it's a, the line is different for different women, but there's some line beyond which it's across for almost everybody. And do you have to simulate this with women or does this actually happen to you? Like where well, you're like, I, wanted, I, I, wanted can't, to bring I have up, to do this. I wanted to bring up another thing. Like I've had some partners that have gone through some trauma in their past or even some partners that haven't gone through trauma in their past, but like prefer to have, gosh, even the word sounds like a pejorative used this way, but would, would prefer to have gentler sex. And okay. I can enjoy sex that's, um, that's gentle. I can enjoy sex. That's a little bit more aggressive. I think there's some level of aggression beyond which I start feeling sort of uncomfortable. Um, but I think I can What's go far level? enough. I don't like, like hitting. I don't like hitting. I don't like hitting. Yeah. I've been asked yeah. to hit sometimes like I'll, I'll like slap someone's ass, but like, I don't like hitting someone's face. Like, I don't know if that's like, have you, have you ever uh, done that? Did you try I've it? Not. No, you? I haven't. Yeah, me I either. Haven't. Well, I've tried like a light slap, but then it, you know, then the, it always comes back, you know, harder. I'm like, eh, I'm not, I don't want to right. do it harder. When you say it um, always comes back, that suggests that this has happened. Wow. You're probably just using a figure <laughs> of speech. You're like, look, man, every time I do the light slap. I uh, think it, I mean, it's happened more than once. It's, okay. it's not like it's happened six dozen times or anything, but it's happened. It would make me like, I don't, I've never been asked that, uh, but mm -hmm. it would make me think to myself, uh, what's wrong with this person? Like, yeah, I'm sorry to women listening, but like, that's, that's how I would interpret that. I'd be like, oh, like they're like, yeah, like what? I There's think it's highly here. probable that it correlates with some sort of upbringing. Yeah previous experience yeah, sort of issue. And, and look, there's no like, thing. there's no shaming or like victim blaming here, but I think, no, yeah, like having had some sort of experience when you were younger can cause sure. these sorts of things to manifest at a higher rate when you're older. Um, yeah. Which I, I'm sure there are plenty of better or worse feel the way I do. Yeah. They, but they're men they're, but I would, yeah, I would be deterred by that. I would be sort of pushed away by that. I wouldn't, I would be like, Ooh, I don't want to, I don't know how to, cause I didn't, I have no experience with that kind of abuse or anything. I would, I would have yeah. difficulty understanding i think so yeah um okay but you've had you've had uh so you're saying the line of aggression is hitting uh i'm sure there are other things like maybe some sort of verbal some sort of extreme relatively extreme or maybe even relatively tame verbal stuff you're just like <laughs> ah, i don't want to do is that tricky because normally so sometimes we'll tell you exactly what they want to hear and i can do that but if I'm required to like, uh, you know, free rap or whatever, you know, if I have to come up, if I have to ad lib on the spot, right? Variously, increasingly demeaning things, I'm not, I'm not good at it. I think if I had a partner that I was serious about, I could do some research on this kind of thing and get and get better at it. But that might, I mean, yeah, it would be hard for me to separate that from like, you know, sort of our normal life together. I'd be like, wow, like I. I don't like that I say these things to you. I, I remember a, one time reading a post. It might have been a – I think I might have read this more than once though where it was a man, a white man dating a black woman mm -hmm. who wanted basically racial, you know, oh, racially boy. charged verbal yeah. stuff. And he's like, I just don't want to do that, which I would never want to do that. I'd be like, no, I'm <laughs> yeah. not doing Because yeah, it's just like, hard it's, a, it's, not, it's not fun, A, and B, like – I mean, you're just, yeah, like you, it just sucks. It's like, A, it's, it's not fun. And B, like if at any point you got, went too far or something, it would just be so offensive. It's like, come on, I want to, come on. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the risk there seems higher than yeah, any possible reward. But I could see, I mean, on the other hand, I could see like you talk about childhood traumas, you know, if somebody has had some sort of racial trauma or something, they, that might be a thing they want. It's like, gosh, like, what do you, yeah. yeah. So in other words, like it's a thing you're expecting the guy to do there is like pretty extreme and aggressive. And it's like, wow. Like I'm not sure most men or even many men would want to do that anyway. Yeah. I mean, I feel pretty lucky that I can enjoy sex and a lot of different kinds of sex. And so, yeah, like I wonder about these people who really want their partner to be like much more aggressive or they want their partner to be much more gentle. And, you know, they have like sort of this thin range of, of preferences that other people may not be as enthusiastic about like that. Yeah. There's no chance it would work for me because I would, I would wind up terrorizing them. It'd just be, yeah, it would just, it would either, yeah, I'd either not do anything or it would be like, well, wait, why did you tell me that I was sitting in an electric chair? Or, right. 
that that thing was shooting x-rays at my chest, giving me cancer. Like, why did you do that? It's like, well, I thought you wanted to be scared, baby. You're teasing some of your ideas here. Like, baby, baby, I'm going to give you breast cancer. Yeah. That's not hot. Oh. Yeah, you belong to me now. Uh, Yeah, Okay. Wait. All right. So, all right. We have time for like one more topic. This sure. one, it's like partially related to coaching and training. Uh, so this person says, I don't know if you saw this, but this is, this is funny. I've committed to train myself daily for two weeks. I remember I saw that it had 3,500 upvotes. I'm like, what is this going to be? Huh. I feel really uncomfortable and completely unconfident giving blowjobs. Both my partners have huh. been annoyed, but with my latest boyfriend, he suggested something simple. He asked me if I wanted to, and I said, yes. Then he said, it's all a matter of practice. Some training, he said. He, said, he, said, he suggested I give a blowjob daily for two weeks straight and, oh, then yeah, decide, and then decide whether I still feel terrible or awkward with it. He guarantees that by the end of two weeks, I'm going to be a pro and actually get him to come on demand. Is this a good idea or what? Right. Like, so the, this is like the thing I remember in high school, somebody told me a thing like this. It's like, it's a no lose for the guy because it's like, right. (laughs) If it works, then she enjoys it more. If it doesn't work, well, you got 14 blowjobs, you know, so you can't lose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the comments here are great. (laughs) The the first guy, he suggested I give blowjob daily for two weeks. This guy's a genius. Next person closes Reddit. Hey, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Another one. This guy just found out how to sell sand to the desert. Uh, so, I thought this might be an interesting way to talk about what constitutes a good blowjob. Okay, uh, this will be tough for you. And I, as longtime listeners of the show, will know I do not have as much experience receiving blowjobs as other people. Uh. But I think, yeah, like some amount of using your hand on the shaft and your mouth on the tip, I think is basically the ideal. And I think a lot of people do one. I think a lot of people don't use their hand as much as I would prefer. And I don't know how to make that more well known. Do you share that opinion? I think, I mean, I think for starters, it depends like, this is one of these things, and it's like if you asked what's a good hand job, I think if the first thing you need to know, there's like right at the beginning of the flow chart, there's this question of like how mobile the guy's foreskin is, right? So I think that depends a lot right at the beginning because like yeah. I would imagine like you're saying hand, like yeah, so basically like what I've noticed in porn is guys with very immobile, that is like tight circumcisions. It seems like the hand action doesn't. Well, maybe maybe the fact that their mouth is there lubricating it makes the That's hand it. action sort of work That's better. That's it. That's it. Okay. Um, well, when you say that's it, like, can you expand on that? Because yes, I, sure. I don't have so, this experience right. so my, as a man. My normal experience, so I have a very tight circumcision. So with, this means Oof. I don't have much. Look, it's not my fault. I couldn't control this. You should, should get mad at your parents. You should How tell them, they, like, they fuck didn't, off. They didn't choose on the menu, get a type. I think the doctor just. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, uh, my son is not circumcised. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think everybody else thought he should be. And I am the one who stopped it. So someday when he is made fun of by a girl, which he probably will be, he can then blame me. But also, he will not have this problem. So go on. What's the problem you have? I feel like at the point that, like, your penis is out, whether or not you're circumcised, who cares? Uh, I think it matters, man. Like, there's a. I think, women, this I think a particularly yeah. American women are not used to seeing uncircumcised penises. I'm sure he oh, will. Oh, I hear, agree with that. Sorry, I agree with that. He will hear a couple comments, but what I'm saying is if they're looking at your penis, you've already won. True. True. So. Yeah, they're not going to. Yeah, there's no rejection coming out of that. Right. Unless it's really small, I guess. But okay, yeah. so what's the. So explain for the audience and myself, like, what's the. What is the. What is the technique here? I don't even honestly, dude, other than the fact that you stand up in front of your <laughs> desk with paper towels out, I don't actually understand how you beat off because of the, I don't, with your, if your foreskin doesn't move, like how do you even do it? I don't get it. Is it like a clit? You like rub the head? This is like, a how do you good topic. And since our conversations about this initially, almost two years ago now, at the beginning of this podcast, I've paid more attention. So I, I have yeah. like- a good answer, but I guess we could go for 
five or ten more minutes here. Well, maybe so, we should. Right. I don't know. Maybe we should. Wait, maybe we should tease the listen listener base. And, uh, <laughs> the, the people who made it to the end are, are rewarded. Yeah, there's okay, a lot right, of fine. people who listen to the end. I know from the stats, yeah. we get a lot okay. of people that go all the way. Okay. All right. Well, let's just talk about blowjobs then. So the let's nice, make a note so, for next time. Yeah. Great. So one of the issues with having a tight circumcision is that if I use my hand to stroke my penis, it can be sort of uncomfortable. Like I, there's like a very Goldilocks zone of grip strength that I know, and I can feel and give myself real time feedback when I'm, when I'm masturbating, but for a girl to give me a hand job, it's usually pretty uncomfortable. That is changed by having the lubrication of saliva on my penis. And hang on, just so I understand, I don't want to destroy the conversation we can have next week, but Mm -hmm. the issue here is that when you are beating off your hand needs to move in relation to the skin of your penis. The skin of your hand is actually moving. There's, there's very little right. give in the skin on my penis shaft because of the tight. So it has to go up and down on that. Yeah. So my like hand oh, sort of so lame, goes up man. and down and yeah. Cause you realize if, like I can do that. I can hold it tight and do that. And I just know it's, I mean, I got to tell you it's way <laughs> shittier. I never do that. I can do it. I've done it before. It's all right. You have to Aren't lubricate there- it and do Aren't there surgeries people can do? I don't know. Can you get more foreskin back? I don't. Th- I think you can go one way, yeah, but you, not the other. You have to like tape. You have to get some duct tape, and you uh-huh. like yank the skin and then duct tape it around your dickhead, and then maybe put some weights on it. And I'm not making any of this up. And so it sort of hangs down, and you sort of lengthen it by just stretching it over time. Over time, yeah, yeah. That's people be do a that. Pass. Yeah, I, I agree. I enjoy masturbating just fine. Like I'm not limited in I'm my- just telling you like I can do both and it's much better the other way just so you know I also do something else that I think is pretty unusual but I'm we'll save this for uh for our next episode I have to take a note of that for next time okay <laughs> um so, uh, so yeah so, okay, so anyway so the mouth- yeah so with blowjobs I think yeah like yeah well maybe okay this is just occurring to me that maybe this is sort of unusual but yeah like I like when there's a hand on my shaft because yeah maybe it's like sort of unusual but the girl can be much less perfect with the amount of pressure she's applying with her hand than she would without without the lubrication. Got it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's the same, I think, for all men, like for me too. It's like the the hand. The real thing is that like you somehow, like while most of the sensitivity is in the head of the cock, mm-hmm. there's something about having the, like, your, yeah, look, your brain is designed to fully penetrate, to want to nut when you're fully penetrated. And so unless you have the hand there, like it's actually hard to finish. Yeah. If you feel like just the tip is being, uh, yeah. Touched. If somebody's blowing me just using their mouth, it, yeah, it's like yeah. they can't get enough something pressure. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. something that like is not going to trigger the, the release as it would be otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But, but, uh, I mean, that's the main technique though, right? Like you're not, you said like you had some sort of technique things about blowjobs that you wanted to talk about, but I mean, there's oh, not like- No, just using your- I mean, look, I, I've listened to, I don't know what the name of the podcast is, where, where that girl talks about, uh, yeah, you're supposed to almost have like a, a twisting motion with your hand as you go up and down the yes. shaft. And I don't know if that matters I had a friend. Not. I had a friend one time, a male friend who, he, he was making some joke about blowjobs. Mm-hmm. And he- he was making the motion with his hand and mouth, like just part of the joke, but he twisted his hand in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, this man has given a blowjob before because <laughs> it was too expert. And I still think about that sometimes. I'm like, I'm like, I think that dude had given a blowjob because That's it was like, I, I would know, like I would, if I was doing it, I would just put my hand in front of my mouth and just open my mouth and go back and forth. Yes. That's yes. That's do. the standard. But it wasn't. He had this twisty motion. I'm like, dude, <laughs> there's too much finesse. Yeah. I was like, whoa, like only, only just in that motion. Blowjob giver could know. Yeah. That was the uh, ultimate nonverbal communication there. I was like, I think you're a gay <laughs> or bye. Like, I'm sorry. But I still think that it's been, this was a long time ago and I still, I know who it was and I'm like, I think that dude's mm-hmm. bye. Yeah. Anyway. Well, if he's listening, he suddenly panicked that he's been yeah, outed for all these years. Got it. There's yeah. no, this, uh, this person who said that he was, or this, yeah, it was the woman who wrote in and said she was going to train herself daily for two weeks. There was unfortunately no, no follow-up post. This post got a uh, 96% upvoted, I think mostly by enthusiastic men wondering if this is a, 
a thing that they can convince their girlfriends to do. I had a girl in high school say, wonder aloud to me if she could have a semen only diet to lose weight. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. She that sounds like a good idea. It, yeah. I'll, I'll step up my calorie consumption a little bit so that there's more in my, more in my semen. And right. Yes, exactly. I think there's, okay. How much calories, how many, how many calories ejaculation? Not many. It, this reminds me though, there was a, uh, it, it had to be fake. There was a post on the sex subreddit recently of a woman who, uh, her husband or boyfriend, this was insane. This was actually insane. Her boyfriend had a lactation fetish. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but you can make yourself lactate if you just stimulate your nipples constantly. Like even if you're not pregnant, I think a oh, man okay. can even do this. And so no, um, men don't have, do they have the thing? Yeah, the gland? Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you, if you, if you, that's why if you, men who start transitioning to being females, they take the hormones and they grow breasts and yes, they can lactate. But anyway, Gross. men, apparently men even can lactate. Probably not all men, but it's possible. Anyway. I should lay off my This nipples. woman was, this woman, well, I think you have to do it like <laughs> constantly for days on end. This woman was complaining, and I don't think this is real. I think it was a troll post, but she was complaining that she's like, look, like the, the amount of work I have to put into to continually lactate is insane. Oh, I see. The flip side of that though is as a woman, if you can lactate, you can burn a lot of calories by just sucking out all that milk. The milk contains yeah, a I bunch of calories. I've read things about women being reluctant to stop breastfeeding because it yeah. cha- changes. Um, yeah, they have to eat less. So you can imagine be- some sort of Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers diet that involves just nipple pumping. Yeah. Well, certainly eating semen is not enough. It says here it contains between 5 and 25 calories per teaspoon. She would have lost a lot of weight then, but uh, she didn't do it. Well, depending on how much you could... Not enough. Well, I probably uh, whatever. would have to ejaculate. To you'd have to ejaculate a hundred times a day to get up to a normal daily uh, daily value. Each ejaculation well, produces about one teaspoon. I feel like I produce more than one teaspoon. Well, you should get a teaspoon. Out I'm of gonna. Memory. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna find out. Can you make a note for this as well, please? Oh God. Okay. <laughs> we have some homework to do. Anyway, we've done enough. You have anything else you want to say? No, that's it. All right, so that'll do it for episode 37 of Your Mileage May Vary. You can find us on the web at ymmvpod.com, or you can ask questions or give us feedback at ymmvpod at gmail.com. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll catch you next time.